Hey, everyone. Welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. I'm Tiffany. It's so great to talk to you today and bring you another guest. Oh, my goodness. This one, she is doing me a huge favor. I tell you, because you love listening to her. You love following her. You love hearing me talk about her. Lane Bechtel with Lux Wellness. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I am so glad you're here. Now, you were here, episode 47, season one. Mm -hmm. Episode 81, season two, and now we're well over 100 with season three. So Love it. Thank you. And then, we, you know what we did? We we took a break and we, um, we redistributed your podcast because people just want to hear about wellness. Mm -hmm. And they trust you. They trust me, I'm assuming, right? And <laughs> I, um, hope so. I hope so, right? But... I want you to go back and listen to those episodes to get the full skinny on on Lane because she is amazing. I mean, your certifications and personal training, holistic nutrition. I mean, you have got it going on, but I'm so proud of you because you have really now moved beyond and above your personal training and your nutritional counseling and you have your own product line. I, I do. It's not mine, but I am the uh, U.S. distributor for it. But it is one that I have used daily, almost every single product of uh, since about 2018, early 19. So nice. I couldn't be happier. And what is it called? Because it's a badass label. I'm yes, uh, it's Gangster Chic. So um, the line was created by a incredible woman who I'm lucky to call a friend, Ingrid Delamar Kenny. Um, and what started with just a simple prebiotic, you know, fiber powder to help with gut health has expanded now into um, some additional beauty products like rose oil, lip chic, um, some herbal adaptogens that are really, really great for just hormonal balance, overall mood. Um, she's got the cleanest protein powder on the market, wow. hands down, that I've ever seen. So, so nice. And I'm so proud of you. And, you know, you use this product, you live this product, and you talk about it on your social media, and and I trust you. And what did I do? I said, "Hey, um, I'm having a little uh, tummy. I'm having mm -hmm. little little tummy bulge here and there. Not bulge. What would you call it? You know, little bloating, bloating, the lower there. belly fluff. Yeah, yeah. So, and I and I own it, but it's it doesn't happen every day. But sometimes it just happens. Mm -hmm. Food and and energy and and. Uh, my mood, I guess. But um, you started me on that. And I tell you, I, I trust you because you have tried and true and your clients as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. There it has not been one person that I've recommended this to that's come back and been like, eh, me. Nah, nothing Burr. happened. No, they've come back and been like, my mood has changed. I can eat things now and not have to unbutton my pants after a meal. You know, I'm regular. I can go to the bathroom more than once mm -hmm. a week. And it's just like, it's liberating for mm -hmm. these women because it's such an uncomfortable feeling. And that was me before I found this line. And I, I was not a supplement person before this. Were you not? No. Oh my gosh. Everything that was in it was just such bullshit. Like really? filler and cornstarch and gums mm -hmm. and thickener. just nah. So I found this and I saw the testimonials and I saw how well it was made. And I just, you know, went for it. So went for it. I started taking the inulin and it was probably, I noticed a significant change within about six, seven weeks. 
And I even it's all on my highlights on my Instagram profile, actually photos side by side. And it really played a huge part, too, in my mood disposition and just really assisting in changing my overall body composition. So um, there's a side by side photo I have posted. I think it's on my Lux profile where I was doing the high intensity, heavy weights, all that other stuff. I was also under a super high stress lifestyle at the time, not managing it well. And then a photo of me from behind from 2021. So it's, you know, it's an ass shot, whatever. Mm -hmm. We've all seen a butt. And the girl on the left was from 2016 and the girl on the right was from 2021. So over the course of five years, it looks like I grew about four inches. What? And the weight difference is, you know, minimal. It's maybe, maybe 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was, it's been a complete game changer for me. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I really wanted you to come back because I've done a lot of polls on my Instagram and my mm-hmm. social media asking what people want to hear. Mm-hmm. And um, I am a fitness, let's see, I don't know if the word's fanatic. I need to work out. I need it for multiple reasons. And you and I had this conversation. I need it for mental endorphins. And I do it, y'all, you know, I do it early in the morning, mm-hmm. early, because it kickstarts my day, it gets me going. And it's not like no other. Am I addicted to it? Pretty much. I would assume so. Is it a bad addiction? No, no, no. no. For example, I'm not feeling great this week. And I had to just say, you know what? I have to be mature about this and just say no. Listen to your body. Listen to your body. Mm -hmm. So a lot of, of my followers and listeners have asked how you make the shift if you do not like to work out. And like I said, you and I like to work out. Mm -hmm. What do you do with that person that's listening now or a client that says to you, Lane, I don't like to work out. I can't stand it. What is your reaction? So a lot of the times it's this mindset that the workout has to be this Navy SEAL style of training where it has to be an hour. You're ending dripping in sweat. It's so hard. You're doing sprints and burpees and, you know, just really high intensity stuff all the time. And that's great for a specific goal of people, but it's also how athletes train. It's how football players train. So those are the kind of results you're going to get. For women, most of us want to find a very fit, feminine, long physique. Um, There are some that want different goals, and that's more than okay. Everybody is beautiful. But the main thing is that working out should never feel like a chore. It should be something you look forward to. It should be something that you feel like you get to do. And oftentimes it's just changing that piece of your mindset from, oh, I have to work out to, okay, now I get my Mm -hmm. time to myself to just work out. And when I say workout, I'm talking about walking or playing with your kids outside or, you know, chasing the dog around or even just, you know, doing some random you know, tricep dips and crunches in front of the TV mm-hmm. or, you know, riding a bike. It doesn't have to be intense. Um, I do think that intense kind of like push yourself kind of workouts are really good, you know, every now and then, depending on your age range. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to say every now and then speaking from a woman in her mid thirties, it would not be good for me hormonally to do that daily. But, you know, for cardiovascular endurance and, you know, just your general health of heart and lungs, you know, sometimes I'll just have a day where I just need to get it out. Mm -hmm. And so 
I'll do a couple sprints on the treadmill and I just kind of feel like, oh, okay. That's so great. Cathartic. But other than that, you know, there's so many really great streaming platform apps too. So especially if something that's hindering you is the going and the putting yourself out there and having to do it in front of other people. 2020 really changed that so much to where you are, you have so much accessibility to so many different things, whether it's via social media or YouTube videos or paid streaming platforms. And you can order, you know, $17 resistance bands on Amazon. Um, you can do so much with body weight mm. and, you know, just light little dumbbells, two, five, 10 pounds, ankle weights. So if that's your concern, I would say start within your home. Um, and then make it something that you can enjoy, whether it's, you know, taking a walk with your kids or your dog or your husband. Um, if you're a morning person, like absolutely carve out some time in the morning to have a routine, move your body, get your face and your sternum and your neck in the sun. It'll help reduce vitamin D. So don't think of it as something that has to be brutal on your body. Exercise should feel really good after you're done. You shouldn't feel like, oh my God, I'm not going to walk or be able to sit down for a week. Right. You know, you and I had this conversation, I think in the first, in episode 47, when I was competing and I was competing in my thirties and forties and I had those, you know, daily, just like I was going to die after mm -hmm. I worked out and working out twice a day and there was a goal and that's not the way to train any longer. We know better than that. I mean, this is 20 years later, but, um, the, the, uh, 10, 20 years later, but but the mindset is, you know, no pain, no gain. Yeah. That is such, no, that's not where we are. And I look at my workouts now that from my 20s, 30s, 40s, and now in my 50s, and, um, you know, I do. I get that cardio push. I really do because my heart, my doctor's like, are you working your heart right now? Mm -hmm. And I don't care for cardio. It's my least favorite thing to do. I know I need to do it. So I do it. Mm -hmm. But um, strength training and Pilates is my, is my, I is my Pilates. ish. But, um, but it looks so much different than it did, but it's working for me. You know, oh, me too. When I made the change and actually Ingrid was the one, she was like, stop running. Cause I just completed a marathon. And honestly, when I started training, I was like, Oh cool. I'm going to lose 20 pounds, like just effortlessly. And I didn't, I was puffy. I was inflamed. My knees hurt so mm. bad. And, and you're a former athlete I'm before I've been an athlete my whole life. Right. And I was working out in like kind of a CrossFit style, which Ugh. was great. And I was doing exactly what I needed to do to be able to run 26.2 miles at that time. The issue I had was that in my mind, I had this expectation of what it would give me doing that kind of training style. And that's where I got frustrated. It's not that the training style was bad. It's just my response to it wasn't what I was looking for. And so I stopped running. And even now when I do my, I don't know, biweekly three minutes, <laughs> my knees hurt like wow. after. And so I'm like, I'm really glad I don't do that. So cardio for me is um, I'll just walk on the treadmill and I'll mm -hmm. multitask. So I'll write up recipes. I'll make to-do lists. I'll order groceries. I'll make calls, schedule appointments, and then I'll play tennis, you know, two, three times a week. And so that's kind of my more high intensity. Mm -hmm. And it's a really good mental stimulation too. Right. So I find that that's a really key thing. So, you know, if you have the ability to pick up a new skill, learn a new skill that's active, um, or even just walk and like learn a new language, like I love getting on the treadmill with Duolingo and just practicing for, you know, 40, 45 minutes and it flies by. Wow. So. Okay. All right, everybody, learn a new language. <laughs>
I took up Mahjong a few years ago. So at the, 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 the tile game. The, the, okay, oh, okay. my stars. Oh, my gosh. I don't know the first thing about it. No. And it, it's, it, it's, so, it's so much. I, I can't eat. I digress. Anyway, so you and I have talked about this before, about the mindset for, mm. for sure. So let's say... Okay, you don't like to work out and you don't like to eat healthy because you and I both know that abs are made in the kitchen. In the kitchen, people. So you cannot out, you cannot out, okay, what was I? I can't say it here. <laughs> you cannot out, you can't work out so hard and eat poorly. You can't, you can't do that. Um, now, I'm sure there's someone that's very, very young that has a poor diet, but it's going to catch up with you for Absolutely. sure. It's going to catch up with you. Processed foods, all of those things. And Lane and I think episode 81 went through that entire with about processed foods and labeling. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, the mindset as well is I don't like to eat like you like to eat. Mm -hmm. I get that from my followers too. I like to enjoy X, Y, and Z. Well, I enjoy myself too. I do too. I do. I do. But it's all about balance, right? So tell yes. us about balance. So for me, balance is, you know, I think I actually posted this the other day, but you know, that saying everything in moderation, even moderation, it's so very true. Um, when I cook, I'm absolutely not serving myself and my husband, you know, grilled chicken and rice and green beans because I would just lose my mind, first of all. Um, and I love food. I love to cook. I love wine. And so I think for somebody that's really kind of trying to get out of that mindset and make that transition, start with, okay, like you're craving a cheeseburger. Please, please don't go to McDonald's for it. Like right. find the best quality one you can. And I promise you, you'll probably not even finish it because you'll be so satisfied. And then you won't have that like lump of lead just sitting right. in your stomach with all the processed chemicals. And just, there's a lot of ways where eating quote healthy is misleading in my opinion. Um, because I think a lot of people would serve themselves better by taking the kind of notion of eating for health. Mm -hmm. So it's not like eating healthy because if you're eating just like quest bars and protein shakes and, you know, these quote healthy foods, well, they're super processed and they have a lot of additives. They have a lot of things that are great for probably bodybuilding. But for your average person, you don't need to be sucking down a 45 gram protein shake daily and then having a grilled chicken salad and then having a steak for dinner. I mean, that's too much. There's a, a notion out there for whatever reason it may be is that women need, you know, one gram of protein per pound of body weight. And that's not true at all. It's actually 0 0.6 grams to 0 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. So for someone, and again, it depends on your activity level. It depends on if you're breastfeeding, um, if you're training for something specifically, but for somebody like me, I think my protein intake is about, I don't know, like around like 60 to 65 grams. Mm -hmm. So, and my brother is, you know, this big like bodybuilding right, guy. He's like, right, you right. need to get a hundred grams of protein. I'm like, absolutely not. No. <laughs> right. But that's just one of those things you just don't know until you don't know. Mm -hmm. And you're just, you're hit with so much noise from so many angles. Oh. 
Yes. It's infuriating. We talked about it, um, misleading information mm-hmm. and fake news. Yes. I you know, remember in high school, I'll never forget this. And I remember doing this, which may be part of my back issues, but uh, 50 to 100 crunches a day will get you the abs you want. What did what do we say about abs made in the kitchen? Mm-hmm. But And I remember doing crunches every night. I did it for years and oh, years, I and, did years too. and years and years and years. I had to do 300 crunches every day. Every night. I know. So, you know, and it, and, um, and it's just so, it's so misleading. And even ads I see on social media, the melting woman walking or the, the melting man walking or mm-hmm. running or doing push-ups every day. But y'all, it's such a balance. And like you said, moderation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So every, and everyone's different, right? Yes. Every client you have is every different. Every single client. And we're all so individually like specific metabolic makeup like differs from every other person like you and I are very similar but I promise you you're going to respond better to something than I will and I'll respond better to something than you will and I think a really good place to start with is that you know so many people have this okay diet starts Monday diet starts Monday Um, I'm not going to drink all week and I'm only going to do this and I'm not going to eat carbs and that's just you're setting yourself up for failure failure immediately. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it this way, so you make a 1% course correction daily, just 1%. It could be just choosing a side salad over fries and then enjoying a big potato at dinner or whatever it is. It's not this all or nothing, but that 1% course correction daily equates to a 30% improvement in your overall life in one month and 365% in one year. So when you think of it in a scalable, easy, doable one like that, it's so much less intimidating. Mm -hmm. And I have to give credit. um, That came from a book called The 5 a.m. Club, and I highly recommend it. The 5 a.m. Club. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, and that's I I hear from people that are just stuck. They have quite a bit of weight to lose. Mm -hmm. They're unhealthy. And where do they start? And making a shift like you're talking about you know, changing to a side salad instead of fries, Mm -hmm. of course. Right. And just walk, just move your body. It doesn't have to be quote unquote exercise. Like, you know, you're doing supersets or what, just move your body. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a highlight where I have an Ibiza vacuum party and I look like an (laughs) idiot and it's so much fun and it burns about 450 calories, but my music's blasting. So I'm sorry, Rivercrest Bluffs neighborhood, but it's fun. And you know, those are the days where I just, I have so much to do, but I just need to move. Cause for me too, it's mental, mental. It helps with anxiety. It helps me just kind of work out mm-hmm. problems in my head. It helps me get creative. Right. So, yeah. You know, if people ask me, um, of course, why I work out in the morning and I've told you because the endorphins and it just gets me going, mm-hmm. it gets me going kind of like a vacuum. <laughs> and then, um, you know why? And you know, I'm vain. I, I am vain. Same. I, I, I own it. And um, I couldn't be in this business if I wasn't. But um, I have of late, I've always had labs done. But now post-menopause, I can't believe I'm saying that. I say it every time. I'm like, what? <laughs> but um, post-menopause, and you're in a very different, uh, you're in a different stage than I am. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But but um my labs, I understand completely now what I'm reading because before when I'm laying, when I was your age, probably I was like, okay, okay. You know, it really didn't hit home until I keep saying to myself, I have one body. Mm -hmm. I better take care of it. 
just one. I can't go exchange it down yeah. at down at Nordstrom. I can't. I can't. So take care of this body. And um, I have had really good labs because I take care of myself, eat well. Um, so when I get my labs back, they're usually green. There may be a yellow in there. So I'm like, oh, I need to eat zinc or something to make that shift in, in my numbers. So back in January, we were in, in Mexico and I got COVID for the second time, was quarantined there. Very, very sick. Um, and I came back and had my labs done about, gosh, two months later. And my labs were full of red and yellow. Wow. I mean, just an opposite. So my doctor was like, I thought I had the wrong person's lab. So she checked with the labs, not happening. She said, what have you done? I'm like, I haven't done anything. I just haven't, you know, I, I, I don't know if I've been eating enough or this. And she goes, that's not enough. So I explained to her I had COVID and she said, that's it. That's absolutely it. it. And plus I'm on a, an immune suppressant. And so mm-hmm. there's that. So you forget, I mean, and I don't consume processed foods, but you forget that just pharma can do this to you. Oh yeah. And COVID, stress. Stress can just jack up your numbers like mm-hmm. crazy. And so now she's tapping her foot for me to get another round of labs and I'm scared to freaking death. <laughs> I don't blame you. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, know. that was my badge of honor, but I know it's it'll get better, but it's just crazy, right? It I mean, really is. And it's such a nuanced thing. And I think that, you know, doctors kind of get a bad rap about it because they're like, you know, generally healthy looking or feeling people will seek their doctor's you know, opinion on their hormones and they'll fall within a normal range or like maybe low-ish normal or high-ish normal, but they're feeling sluggish, they're tired, brain fog. But it's important to remember that your physician and your specialists aren't meant to like optimize your energy or keep your weight off or, you know, help you with your body composition. They're there to make sure you don't get like horrible organ disease disease you know? yeah like, so disease it's, prevention it's something you have to really advocate for on your own and you have to be able to find that knowledge through other sources you're not going to get it through your typical american medical process and so it's important to find you know maybe read things that you initially thought were oh well, that's some woo woo bs like no it might surprise you you know just kind of take what you like you can leave the rest it doesn't really matter um but that's something that you really have to self-advocate for and you have to know yourself on such a brutally honest personal level too to know, okay, I'm trying this or I'm getting too extreme. Am I eating enough? My stress level is insane. I know when my stress level gets crazy high, I just kind of like shut down inside. Mm-hmm. At one point, my brother was kind of force feeding me a banana. So, wow. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And some people are the opposite of that. And it all has to do with just how our body responds to that intense, like pedal to the metal cortisol, fight or flight, mm. living in that constant state of survival. So don't beat yourself up for how you are and how you respond, but it is on you to, you know, find the education, find the answers, seek out somebody that could help you kind of get into that. And then on an endocrinology level where, you know, there's significant imbalances, like, you know, I don't know going to uh, postmenopause, premenopause, or, um, you know, in dealing with infertility, things like that. That's certainly for a medical professional. And again, I'm not qualified to speak on any of those. So no, am I. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that, <laughs> but yeah, that's, 
That's what, yeah. It, it I mean, starts it, with you. It does start with you. And I would assume, I I was in an airport last week and and I was looking around just thinking about just what an epidemic we have with obesity. And um, I don't know what we're going to do about it. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the answer is. You know, honestly, I, the American citizen, where do you go? Where do you turn to? Because everywhere you turn, it's some cleanse or it's some diet or it's some like healthy quote unquote thing where as women, especially we've been so pre-programmed for so long about like what's healthy, what's not healthy. People have this weird aversion to carbs when fruit and vegetables have carbs, but there's some of the best things you could ever eat. Um, but you know, they'll have no qualms about taking down, you know, a handful of vodka drinks or, um, you know, a ton of whey protein powder or like, you know, a quest bar whatever and no harm, no foul. Like, you know, I spend a lot of time not knowing this stuff too, but that's the most important thing is that don't be so hard on yourself because it's not something that your average person knows that they don't know. And once you do start to dig into it, it is so deep. Mm. And it is a very, very complex issue. And I'm still constantly learning. And it's been years and years and years. And, you know, there's stuff that changes, stuff that studies come out. And oh, yeah. I know. It constantly evolves. I know. My husband, um, he went to TCU and he, his senior year, he took a nutrition class and he remembers this information. I mean, he just was, he will spout the information and I have to tell him, honey, that was in 1977. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You can't, you can't say that. I mean, you can't, he said, but that's what the professor said. So, but times do change mm-hmm. just like every industry change. the nineties food pyramid? Oh, stars. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like stars. why all of the millennial kids were just like, waterboarded with milk it felt like yes. <laughs> it's ridiculous exactly the food oh my gosh yes and that I was a nutrition major at TC yeah you know yeah so I know I, I learned it very well and and you know I think if people honestly would realize that whole real food yes right yes. I mean whole real food and we're and we're talking about a whole spectrum here but honestly I yeah. see I see that I mean Again, stay on the perimeter of the, sh- of, yeah. the, of the... I actually, I did a grocery shopping consult with a client the other day and we did that. And she was like, you know, I never thought about the fact that the perimeter of the grocery store is where the good stuff is. I was like, yes. Yes. And so, you know, we were kind of going through the grocery list of her meal plan and what to buy. And so we were looking, hoping for some fresh corn for a salad that I had included. And... um. I was like, okay, obviously there's one that's like pre-peeled and pre-packaged. And I was like, no, just get the one that you got to- got to shuck it yourself. Get the husk off and boil yeah. it and all that other stuff. Like the less messed with, the better. So like applesauce is great and apples better. Um, you know, people talk about like, you know, supplements and stuff like that. Like for probiotic properties, raw cheese, fermented foods, sauerkraut, um, kefir, um, there's a Middle Eastern food called labne. I've never had it personally, but it's, you know, within that kind of realm. Um, you know, pickles, yes. pickled onions. So yeah, exactly. You should you should try and get most of your your vitamins and your nutrients from your diet mm-hmm. first and foremost before you supplement anything. You know, my I had a uh, my my last visit with my doctor, um, I was low in zinc and she 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 gave me she gave me suggestions. She goes, "You know what?" I would prefer that you get this from Whole Foods mm-hmm. instead of taking a pill. 
you know, and I can give you a very good supplement. I can, but would you just eat, you know, walnuts and all, right. would you just do this for me for this, this quarter? And then we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're about to see because yeah. I did add it, you know, I mean, and just to see those little changes are so exciting because it is, it is real food. It right? is. And it's the most like bioavailable, potent form of it that you're going to get to anything at all. That's in a capsule that's a vitamin or um, like a probiotic. It's it's not going to be as potent as it is in its real form. In the real form. That's just the way it is. So let's go back to the trendy diets. Mm-hmm. So trendy diets, what do you, t- tell me what you're talking about there because I've heard it from the cabbage soup diet. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, I mean, no well, what is cabbage going to do to you, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. So trendy diets, I mean, but there are some food plans that are good, mm-hmm. right? Paleo, keto. Yeah. So trendy diets talking about seriously, like just eating grapefruit for a week, all right? Yeah, I'm... I'm just not a fan. There's actually a really funny one that's from like 1970s Vogue that's like eat an egg and then drink a bottle of wine. And that's oh my <laughs> so I always like reference that when I think about it. But like the cabbage soup diet or that one with like the weird cayenne maple syrup, just just no. Yeah. Um, keto works for some people, but there's benefits, but there's also downsides like you lose out on all of your leafy greens, all of your fruits, all of the stuff. You have a lot of saturated fat if you're doing a lot of animal protein. Um, If you're overly reliant on like a protein shake for like two times a day or, you know, you're cutting out an entire entire macronutrient group in itself. So like no carbs or no fat or, you know, whatever it may be. I think the biggest long lasting damage that that does to someone is mentally, because once they start to eat normally again, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, a Mexican showdown with a piece of cake where it Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be that hard. It's like, you know, have a few bites and stop when you're done. And I realize that that is easier said than done. And it really does take a lot of time to be able to get to a space like that, but it can be done. And I'm speaking as somebody that would hoover a piece of cake before. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, you just, it's again, going back to knowing yourself well enough to know what your triggers are and then setting your own personal boundaries within yourself. So like I won't keep packaged cookies or anything like that, even the good stuff Mm -hmm. like in the house because I love cookies. Mm -hmm. So if I really, really want one, I'll get my ass off the couch, bake them from scratch. And so not only does it help me like kind of work through whatever it is, it's kind of like making that little bell go off to crave a cookie in the first place. It's satisfying because I see the process from start to finish and I have like one or two. Mm -hmm. I don't have a row of Oreos or. Yeah. You know, what's amazing too is I, I, I especially remember this when I was training uh, for competing, but, but now um, if I allow myself, for example, I like to have pretty candy in my house. I don't eat it because I don't care for candy. But mm-hmm. at some point, there's a Hershey Kiss there or, or a Dove, whatever. And I'll have one. And then I'll, if I started the, the process, not that they're bad, everyone, but I started the process. So my um, hormone levels at that time of night when I had it or first thing in the morning would crave it. And it was mm-hmm. teaching my body to crave it and crave it and crave it. Well, lo and behold, my sugar levels went up just for that amount because I typically don't consume sugar. Mm-hmm. I consume what? Monk fruit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do not consume sugar. So added sugar. Wine has sugar, I know. But anyway. <laughs> Everything has sugar. Yes, exactly. Yes. But, um, 
but it was amazing because it, I became accustomed to that behavior mm-hmm. and I just had to cut it out and it was horrible cutting it mm-hmm. out. You know what I mean? Just stopping that, that. Well, and some people too, like I can, I guess, dabble in sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some people can't, it, it, it's all it has to do with your genetics and how you're made up. But another thing that really can kind of screw with your hormones and just like your neuro response to is artificial sweeteners, like too much of them it'll really confuse your body and it'll make you crave things that are, you know, way, way more sweet than mm-hmm. usual. And I experienced this personally about five years ago um, when I was crazy high stress and I was eating like the quote health food products and, you know, a lot of artificial sweeteners, stuff like that. And I actually had a cocktail that I loved back then about a year ago and I took one sip and I was like, Ugh, I can't even finish this. Like this is way too sweet. And so it's an unnatural sweetness craving that I noticed for me personally. And my brother's got a sweet tooth too. Um, my husband's opposite. He could really take or leave sugar. He loves the salty, briny, That's me. snacky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's me. Mm-hmm. So again, everybody's different. Everyone's different in what we crave for sure. Um, so your supplements are in front of me. She brought me, I saw her website this morning. <laughs> it was a green lipstick. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is she doing? What is she doing? So she whips out this green lipstick for me. So, and it's on your website. So tell me about this. I can't wait. It's not lipstick. It, is it? No, no, it's actually, it's a lip tint and it's super, super hydrating, um, but it's called Lip Chic and it's made with aloe and a number of other really wonderful, natural, all natural ingredients made in the EU, but, um, it adjusts to your own body temperature. So the color and the tint that you get is like your lip color, but even better. Um, you can adjust the intensity of the pigment just with the initial application and the layers. So, um, I usually just kind of smear it on and hardly ever wear makeup. So it, it works well. Um, but yeah, it's fabulous. I absolutely love it. It's like a mood ring. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Pretty pink packaging. It's like a little ombre rose gold. So, well, Lane, you you do nutrition counseling, you personal training, and now you're working with Gangster Chic. And I'm so proud of you because this is my girl right here. The packaging, everything, even. What does it say on that? What is because, no the one that the tall bottle because I, I'm oh. saying is there any additives in it? What no does it shit say? added. No shit added. <laughs> the protein and I'm powder. Like, Lane, that is so you, sister. <laughs> yes. I'm so proud of you. Well, listen, go Thank to your you. website and it's theluxwellness.com. And how can we find you on Instagram? Um, I'm on Instagram as at Lane Bechtel, and I often I I post more on there than my the Lux Wellness account. But you can also do the Lux Wellness too. Yes, recipes on there, beautiful website, and so much more. And thank you again for for blessing me the third time. Thank you so much for having oh me. Oh my gosh, I, always I love just talking. adore you. You know, and people are like, how did you meet Lane on social media? Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's how I meet most of my friends now. Me and too, we are very supportive, and um, I appreciate you. And maybe we can get back for season four. Yes, I winky would love winky. To. Well, I appreciate you, and best of luck with this. Thank you, gangster chic. Yeah, of course, just like you. Right, Aww. I know. Well, everyone, thank you so much for for listening today. And please rate and review. Follow along at Tiffany C. Blackman. We're trying to get up in that Apple Spotify world. And everyone, have a wonderful day and keep being fabulous. <laughs>